0: This is witness more with Matthew Jonathan and Walter the dog. Welcome to the podcast. where We'll be exploring everything from the paranormal to the strange to the overall unexplained, sit back, relax, enjoy the journey and get ready to witness more. Witness more with uh, Matthew and Jonathan. Um, you know, where we discuss all things paranormal, strange, bizarre, and kind of whatever we want to talk about. You know, this is our our gig, our show. Uh you know, hope you've enjoying it. I know we've um you know, Jonathan, you're saying you we we picked up some some other international listeners.
1: Yeah, but you know what I was you just want to give a shout out? the, yeah. Um yeah. our intro that uh, Jeremy is the guy who like puts this together for us. Our intro, Our he plays before, at, like at the beginning, before we start talking. It says Matthew, Jonathan, and then the dog. But he hasn't. Oh, really, he hasn't. Well, don't say his name. I don't want him to come over here. But oh, okay, he hasn't participated at all, like in the last four months. So maybe we should Are re. Redo that intro. We'll talk about that later you, since we're on a time limit.
0: Are we going to, are you going to, you're not going to let him go, are you? No. I'm gonna, are you going to, are you going to furlough him until
1: you're off the show? Oh, I thought you meant like set him free.
0: No, <laughs> that's shitty. No, Save up your dog. No, <laughs> <laughs> you're not giving away your dog Is doesn't participate in a podcast. I mean, are you going to let him go from the podcast? Yeah, I, I think mean, we he should. Can, you know. Oh my gosh, man! He, he he's got kids. Come on, okay. You got to keep him on the his poor little, you know, poor little dog, his little puppy kids, and his little wife is going to be all upset. Things to start drinking more. That's just going to be the problem. Let's keep him around for a little bit and see if he can pull his weight. Okay, we'll we'll leave that alone for a little while then. <laughs> okay, yeah. Give him, just write him up. Just write him up. Okay. Give him an informal. Yeah.
1: Um. So, oh, yeah. So, before we got on, I was looking at our location. So, last week we were talking about it's way different. So, order of most listeners to least. And I'm just going to go through because there's like 30 countries on here, but it goes US, Canada, Ireland, Australia, Sweden, Germany, Norway, Panama, India, and then like everything below that just has a couple wow. people or, or less. So, it it's way different. And I've been
0: those, waiting those for the... Nordic, Nordic countries yeah. are new, right? The Sweden, Norway, well, Australia, we've had some people in there. I don't that, really recall... That's
1: necessarily new. There's just more listeners now in those countries than there were a couple months ago. Nice. Yeah. I've been waiting for the people from Fleet, was it England, to get back mm-hmm. to me for like... What eight weeks now? I must have pissed that's them just, off or something. Sin, maybe since maybe since I didn't know plane. what a uh, civil parish or a developed area was, maybe they just got pissed <laughs> off at me.
0: That's that could be that could be. So, um, well, let's save up our money, hop on a plane, head over to the Fleet, and find these folks.
1: Or we can Get just yeah. That's I, true. I have no interest so. in getting on an
0: international flight <laughs> right now. Okay. Well, I guess I said we got to save up the money and wait a little bit. <clears throat> it's not about money. Oh, all right. So, um, that is interesting. That is interesting. I hope we start hearing from these international folks as to what they think and, you know, kind of if our, our um, you know, if there's, you know what, I'd be curious to find out if there's topics in these countries that we wouldn't even know to look for that they'd like to hear about that we can do some research on you know, I um, no, that would be fun. I mean, we, <clears throat> yeah, we've been talking about just, you know, like Skinwalker Ranch is a state North of us. Um, you know, we we're talking about, um, uh, I mean the, the, airplane MH370, um, you know, that was an international thing, but I wonder if there's like, you know, Hey, Matthew Jonathan, this guy from Sweden might say, Hey, we've got this, I don't know, <laughs> here's a story in Sweden, you know, take a look at it and, and talk about it. It's a, I don't know like, uh, uh, I'm not saying like the Mothman prophecies oh. or whatever, but like me, like New Jersey Devil. Like, maybe they have something like that that we could like take a look at. Maybe there's some sort of cryptozoology thing we don't know of, or, you know, some sort of weird ghost story that we could kind of get turned on to um, okay. from these guys.
1: So, okay. So you got to understand that when you're talking, it takes priority. So I'm looking for pauses where I can interject what I need to say and that's why last week I let you talk for six minutes on a single topic, because I don't think that you breathe for air. It's almost like you were a car and you're just inhaling and like farting. And you just, there was no exhale. There's no pause for me. So you got to do some pauses for me every once in a while. So I can give you a little bit of information. Um, I think it's in England. I, oh, you know what? I may fuck this up. It, it, it may even be in Australia. It's not in the U.S., but there's a bridge somewhere where an extraordinary amount of people have committed suicide from. And there's a story that when you're in the vicinity of this bridge, something just changes in your psyche and you want to kill yourself. So that's the kind of story I think would be interesting to do a um, a show on. Hmm. Have you heard about anything like that? I'm pretty sure it's in England. But the way I learned about it is from a podcast that I listened to by a couple of um, a couple of guys out of Australia, and that's why I think I may think it's Australian. However, these these three people do topics all over the world, and it's it's pretty okay. cool. They do a lot of bizarre stuff too. But that's how I learned about that um, that bridge. Pretty sure it's in England. Um, other thing I was going to say is. It's not out of the US, but we did get an email from a listener. And okay. um, so for our audience, Matthew and I last week talked about like how South America has an uncanny, that's not the right word. They have a whole lot of UFO sightings and often they make international news, they go unexplained. And we were talking about maybe doing a topic on why there's so many UFO sightings in South America. We kind of played with the idea of tying it to like being around a nuclear reactor. But we, we, anyways, we were going to do this show on that. We instead got an email from someone in Iowa, and they pointed out that we've mentioned that we're in Arizona several times throughout the course of the show in the last, I think we've been doing this for four or five months now. And there's a popular topic from about 20, I, maybe 23 years ago called the Phoenix lights. And we decided to move forward with this episode on the Phoenix lights. So okay, it was 23 years ago. Yeah. That was March of 97. Yeah. So we had a little bit of time to prepare for it. Well, I didn't have too much time to prepare for it, but this is one of Matthew's favorite topics because he lived in Phoenix at the time that this happened, and he just happened to not be outside that day and missed it. <laughs> and then found a, found out all about it in the news the next day. And to right. this day, he regularly talks about how he's still pissed that he wasn't outside that night.
0: So, well, because I had a, my. my- my job had me start at six in the morning, and it was about a forty five minute drive in, so I was on the road at like five fifteen a m so i'm in so back then I was probably asleep at nine o'clock at night um and the event happened between you know there's there's two there's two sighting events that occurred that evening um and I've got theories on both of them, and yeah, I could yeah I don't know if I need a lot of research for this one. Um so I'm yeah, let's let's yeah, let's jump right into it. All right. So Phoenix
1: Lights, you were there. I I was
0: I was there but I was not an eyewitness. Um so if if you look at if you look at if you look at what happened, there's really two events, right? Um there was the sighting at, you know, 8 to 8.45 at night, and then the other setting around 10 o'clock at night. Um, So there's two separate events, right? Okay.
1: Well, there's two separate events. It was one continuous event, but it was really big in the news, like, two separate times. Is that what you mean?
0: No, I mean, so,
1: in my opinion... Go ahead. Didn't the event like start way up in Nevada and then work its way down to Phoenix and then actually continue all the way down to like Mexico?
0: It did, it did continue to the Mexican border. So, right. So, the first, so it first started just outside of Las Vegas in a suburb called Henderson. Um, so, if you're familiar with that, that's probably. I don't know, 250, 300 miles northwest of Phoenix. And Area 51 is just a little bit north of Las Vegas, Nevada. So that's where the first call were in Henderson. A lot of people that
1: work at Area 51, don't they live in Henderson? Isn't it like that close?
0: Um, well, Area Fifty. well, okay. So Area 51, in order for you to get there, you actually fly to McCarran Airport. McCarran Airport's the international airport in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, they take a... a the, the call sign is Janus. They take a Janus plane, which is an unmarked plane with a red stripe on it. They fly out of McCarran and then fly into Area 51. So a lot of them would, would live in the Las Vegas area, yeah. So the Janus plane looks like a big Tylenol. I guess. Yeah. I think it has red painting on the, I think it has red painting on the, um, on the wing, on the body of it. It uses as 250 or 300 milligrams. So yeah, it's a big Tylenol. So the, um, so that's where the first sightings happened were just outside of Las Vegas, Nevada. And those were eight, eight Oh two, eight Oh five at night. And then if you, if you look at a map of the Southwestern United States, you know, you'll see Las Vegas. And then if you go, at a angle south and east out of las vegas you're basically taking the path that this thing took it's going through cities like kingman arizona it's going through um prescott prescott valley you know dewey Paulson. these are all little towns that are on a on a line um south and east down to phoenix then from phoenix the thing basically went straight south uh, to go through t- over Tucson um, and then down towards, you know, the Mexican border, you know, places like Sierra Vista, and Nogales, Arizona. There's some calls from there. Uh, but the the Arizona Republic, which is the paper, the next morning, so March 14th of 1997, you know, had like a little map and a little timestamp saying, hey, you know, here's a call at Cayman, 8805, here's a call from Prescott. At 814, here's a call out, you know, Prescott Valley, which is just south of Prescott at 817, and you know, said this this sighting happened from Vegas down to Arizona, and then there's calls, like I said, from from southern Arizona, you know, shortly thereafter. That was all within like that was all between eight and nine o'clock at night. At ten o'clock is when you have people who actually had cameras and recorded some of the event. That's why I think there are two. That's why I think there is two separate events. Okay. I think there is the t- the ten o'clock and the the, the 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 eyewitness testimony from the earlier one, eight o'clock. And said there was five lights in the V formation. At ten o'clock, there is more like nine lights. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you are saying. Also,
1: that first trip from like Nevada to Tucson, all the way down to Mexico that's like 300 to 350 miles which for the european people that's like almost that's over 500 kilometers so that's a long distance to travel in a very short amount of time so i'm thinking that then had to be going pretty quick right yeah
0: yeah i i think it, yes it's i think I think it's sped up in between big towns, you know. If you're if, if you're if you're an alien and you're like, hey, I'm gonna cruise America, and you're gonna kind of go over Vegas. There's stuff to see, right? You can see from the sky, hey, there's the Strip, there's this, there's that. Is you if you get over, you know, you get into that northwestern portion of Arizona, there's nothing there, there's nothing to see. So yeah, you speed up through there, then you hit Phoenix, like, oh hey, look at this big town. So you know, I
1: think in, so in the You calls, think you think aliens were sightseeing the Southwest yeah, well, in this V-shaped aircraft.
0: Yeah. I mean, yes. If you're going with the, if you're going with the UFO theory on this thing, then I mean, yeah. Cause the calls, yeah. The call times between like Kingman, which is a hundred miles South of Las Vegas to Arizona was quick. Now that's a good 200 miles, 180 miles, maybe, you know, to, to travel that space in twenty thirty minutes is hundred
1: fifty miles an hour, hundred and seventy five miles an hour. So so We're you think we, that is fast. So you, you think this V shaped formation uh, aircraft is like a commuter jet for aliens to sightsee over the it's southwest. Like a it's like a big
0: cruise ship. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, it's the, uh, you know, it's their equivalent of the Norwegian cruise lines. So yeah, but, but you have to kind of not to get too far off the, off the subject. Um, yeah, so that's, so that happened at eight and then 10 o'clock is when you have those other lights that dissipated. Um, so I see where you're going with this.
1: I, I agree. I'm on board with the two separate event thing right now. The second, well, because I've seen all the articles and pictures too. And I do, th- well, okay. Do you think the first event was a UFO, a, an alien spacecraft? Yes. Okay. I don't. I do. Okay. Um, Do you think the second event was? No. Okay. I don't. I don't either. Um, I think, because, well, I'll tell you what I think, and then I want to hear why you think the first event was an alien spacecraft. And I have a feeling that conversation is just going to piss me off, but we'll, we'll find out in a few minutes So I think the first event was a military spacecraft coming from Area 51 doing a flight. Maybe they didn't think so many people were going to see it. And I, I think it did what it did. And then when a lot of people were reporting it, I think they went out like an hour later and put flares up in the sky over South Mountain, which in the Phoenix area, that's where the flares were. It's a... Kind of, it, it's a region, it's a big, like, hiking area. Maybe about, well, I don't know how many acres, but it's a few square miles of, um, it's just a little mountain in the area south of Phoenix. Uh, there's on the south side nothing. It's a lot of Native American reservation land. So we're not allowed to build that area up. So it's just, a lot of empty land on the South side and on the North side, there's Phoenix and that border is just a lot of hiking trails on the mountain itself. Um, That's where the flares, So, not to get so much into the geography of South mountain, but I think that they launched those flares there because they can't launch flares over the city. You know, those things burn out and fall to the ground and they were kind of all drifting in different, it was still a line but it wasn't the original V-shape that people reported. And there were lights that came in and out, a total of nine at some time. Sometimes there was four, sometimes there were five. And yeah, I think that was a cover-up or a decoy, as you might like to call it. All right. Um, but I think the first was a military aircraft it was just kind of cruising along, doing a test flight, and people saw it, and they didn't want people to see it.
0: Okay. Okay, that's interesting. So the the flares, yeah, they were, but they were also west of South Mountain too. I mean, they weren't right over the backside of South Mountain. There's supposed to be there's that 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 range out that way, which is. In between phoenix and another little small town on the way to san diego called the gila bend okay they were they were were out there because davis mountain so when so the call started coming so if you go back to the first event okay okay let's all right let's look at the second event and i think you can both write off the second event as as more than likely flares i'm not gonna say 100 i will say they were more than likely flares I'm gonna say they weren't putting the flares up because people are calling me in like now we need a now we need a, a, a cover up for this. I think they were looking for what the hell that thing was, and oh. I think you know in in typical in typical government fashion, they were an hour late, basically, you know what I mean, yeah. um they Los Angeles kind of thing yeah, yeah, it was hey, we're getting these calls, we don't know what this thing is let's scramble some jets. Let's figure it out. Okay. I can't find anything in the sky. There's nothing coming from radar. I can see some light someplace. Okay. Let's illuminate the sky and just see if we can see anything that way. And then at 10 o'clock we're popping flares up. Um, like I said, I've watched a lot of documentaries on this thing. And there was one where they took that footage that the, um, the the doctor shot from a home in the East Valley. And I can't remember if it's Mesa or Gilbert, it doesn't matter. Um, that has South Mountain in it, and the flares go below South Mountain. So what they did is they went to her house where she was in at daytime, so they can see the outline of the actual mountain at daytime, overlaid the two, and then played it and it looks like those flares when they, when the lights go out, it looks like they go out behind South Mountain. Does that make sense?
1: that makes sense but what doesn't make sense is the entire the first event started at 8 p.m. in northwest and ended down by mexico by 9 p.m. what would they be looking for an hour later in an area that the original event didn't even fly through cuz if you look wow. at the flight path the area that you're talking about is right. 50, 60, 75 miles west. So why would they pop well, up flares in that region when there, when the original event didn't even, was miles, or for our European listeners, like 100 kilometers away?
0: You even said you can't pop flares off over a city. Right? Yeah.
1: So... But... Why not do if it? Goes, I I don't know. That just I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. He, okay. I mean, well, the whole thing
0: doesn't make sense, right? I mean, you have a you have well, there, a. He, I think my theory makes sense. Okay, um, and 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 we can get to that absolutely. So the second event, the ten o'clock event, those lights more than likely flares. Why they put flares up there? I I don't know. See if if you if if you're going under the the guys, we need a we need a cover story because this was a military aircraft. Then putting Flares over there saying, "No, it's flares, flares the whole time." Okay, yep. sure. I guess you can go. On, I guess you could. I mean, it's 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 lame at best because flares don't last two hours. Those things burn out in how long? Ten? 15 that was minutes? going to be another argument of mine. They don't. You don't have yeah. Flares, flares don't, don't they fly
1: five hundred kilometers.
0: No, you don't see flares in, you don't see flares from Henderson, Nevada that are being shot, they're being dropped out of an airplane or helicopter in Tucson, Arizona. That you can't, you can't, you can't see that. But no one can see that. I mean, that's impossible. So, but if you, if you watch, so if you look at the timeline of the first event, the, let's call it the 8 9 p.m. event. Let me interrupt you
1: all of the information that we have regarding this event came after the fact at the time this was going on and especially in 1997 they you know the city of phoenix is getting a lot of reports there are 911 calls people are calling the airport people are calling the sheriff the military trying to figure out what's going on and at that time the military's hearing about all of this and they say like oh shit we got caught flying this aircraft we're not supposed to that people aren't supposed to know about, let's pop up some flares mm-hmm. and then report that in the newspapers tomorrow. Like, oh, the military was doing exercises, there were flares up in the air. That's what everyone saw. They okay. didn't know at the time that people, you know, would piece it together and figure out the flight path, put together a timeline of events from 8:05 p.m. until 9 p.m. and, and so forth.
0: Okay. So if you're flying a super, if you're flying a secret military plane out of Area 51 down to Phoenix, and you're the military, why did Luke Air Force Base scramble two jets? I don't at know about that. Twenty eight twenty five at night. Yeah, they scrambled two jets. There's a call in from Prescott, which is ninety miles northwest of Phoenix, Arizona. What do, maybe, do, maybe what do you mean further. scramble? Like not allowed so, them to communicate? No, scrambled. They took off. They said, You need to go figure this out. There's a there was a report of an object that flew over Prescott, Arizona, that a close encounter with a Cessna and it wasn't responding to the air tower and they didn't find anything on radar and they couldn't see what it was, but a Cessna reported that some object flew close to it. So Prescott whatever Prescott's airport is called. I don't know if it even has a name. Called on Luke Air Force Base to say, Hey, one of our planes in our airspace had a close encounter or something that's not on radar. We don't know what it is. It's not communicating with us. You go find out what that thing is. Luke Air Force Base shoots two jets off to go figure out what it was. And they actually follow it for a ways coming into Phoenix airspace. And they didn't know what it was. If If the Air Force or the Navy or Area 51 or the DOD, whoever's flying this, had a secret airplane that they were sending off on a test flight, don't you think they would say, you know, hey, heads up, Luke, if you get some phone calls, this is one of ours? No. Not at Area 51. No. Uh, Uh, Area 51 doesn't
1: communicate everything it does with all of the other military and Air Force.
0: They're sending something over over, uh, a city of 5 million people, I would imagine they would give them, they would say something. I don't think they would keep that total under wraps. I I would think they would say, hey, if you get calls, you get reports, you know, here's a heads up. It's one of ours. We're not gonna tell you what it is or anything. You don't need to respond. They're not gonna, they're not gonna have them. I mean, how much does it cost? I mean, jet fuel is not cheap, right? I don't know what it costs to 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 run that kind of a training exercise, but I think they'd give them a heads up.
1: No, I, I don't think they would. And then further, they maybe it wasn't maybe something happened and it they weren't able to turn it around. Maybe it wasn't supposed to fly that far. Maybe so. One of oh. your arguments that you've mentioned to me before is this V shape. This was twenty three years ago, and there's no aircraft out there that we know of and well,
0: no, what's, still what's your argument get about that. that? What's that? If you, if, if you, if you look at, if you look at UFO sightings over, 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 if you look back in time, hindsight's 2020, 20. if you look back in time over UFO sightings, a lot of them can be explained away with military aircraft, that we didn't know about at that point in time. Right. Okay. So when did the B two bomber, was that flown in Vietnam in the I late 60s? Know. I think they did. I think they had a B two bomber that was the big flying wing. I think it was, I think they flew it in Vietnam and you know, that is a very similar shape and style of a lot of UFO settings from the fifties. Right. So then you have the stealth bomber that was, that were used through all of Gulf War I that explains away a lot of UFO settings from the mid to early 80s. It's now 23 years removed and the U.S. military has not unveiled anything. They've unveiled new stuff, nothing close to a flying V shape that has no visible means of propulsion or makes any sound whatsoever. And when you look at it, because remember, eyewitness testimony in that eight o'clock sighting says, Yeah, this thing flew right over me. I could see that it darked out the skies. I can make out a V shaped formation, but I couldn't see any visible lines, edges. It all just kind of was fuzzy. There's nothing there's nothing that we have that that, that looks, feels, acts, or mimics that
1: whatsoever. So First of all, B two bomber was nineteen eighty nine. Um, we no. What did we all, have in the What did we have over Vietnam? There was the B fifty two Fortress, but that was just a big plane. So, anyways, that none oh. of that oh. matters. Okay. We, so, whatever it was, maybe it just didn't make production. Maybe it didn't pass its tests. There's so many different aircrafts that are designed and failed, and we just, you know, odd kinds of shapes, and we just scrap them. So whatever this military aircraft was in 1997, that whole test flight could have just been, it, it could have gone way wrong, and they could have said, you know what, this is too risky, this thing's not flying the way it's supposed to. Let's not spend any more money on this.
0: Okay, but you you have if you have the technology
1: to have something, something to have else. something
0: that can fly with 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 no propulsion. I mean, there's no there was nothing. Maybe there's it's nothing, there's no sound. There's. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, I really don't. And if, okay, then, okay, let's, if, if it was something that we had that actually looks like that, Where do you think we got it from? Uh, Bob Lazar. Another planet.
1: Yeah. Element 115.
0: Yeah. You, you, yeah. Either way you look at it, that, if that's something that we reverse engineered and figured out how to fly ourselves. It's still something that's, it's still something that's otherworldly. It's still considered, I still say it's, say it's UFO.
1: Okay. Um, To go back really quick. Google failed military aircraft. And you can, you can either look at the pictures, you know, Google images and see all kinds of weird things that they tried and failed and you would never based on these pictures, you would never think if you saw any of this stuff in the air, you would say that's a UFO. That's an alien spacecraft. You can further get a list. And I mean, there's pages. It's just a list of all these failed aircraft designs and experiments um, was it last week we were talking about the credibility of Wikipedia? uh uh-huh. <clears throat> Yeah. I mean, if you just look up some of this stuff, it's crazy designs and no, I'm not seeing anything that looks like a V, but I think it deems some credibility to what I'm, the point I'm trying to prove.
0: Um. Yeah, but everything, every everything, everything on this list, everything you have, still has some sort of either propeller or or jet propulsion system.
1: I'm I'm not going to take the time right now to try and figure out which one's the most quiet, but my my point is, is and you know, maybe it was hovering, maybe it was using some kind of drone technology, Mm -hmm. which are electric engines. That at the height it was flying at, no, you wouldn't be able to hear it. You don't hear drones in the air. Maybe that's also why it went through uh, Arizona. Maybe it was looking to test its range to see if it could do right. three hundred and fifty miles.
0: Okay, and you and and it goes and it goes over a, po- a city with a population of five million, and it doesn't show up on. It doesn't show up on air traffic control radar. Sounds like they're onto something. Yeah,
1: that sounds cool. Stealth doesn't show yeah. up on radar. It's just the design, and that wasn't new technology in
0: 1997. No, I no, I I, I understand we had that technology in the 80s, but I, I, I'm not buying that it's I'm not buying that it's military, even though it came out of Area 51. Well, we don't know that it came out of Area 51. The first, well, the, first the first, the first is in Henderson, which okay. is still pretty far from Area 51. You still have to fly over Las Vegas to get to Henderson by way of Area 51. Not if you go around it. Okay, then I guess you, if you want to go around it, you can go around it. But still, there was nothing. I mean, there's no other. The first one we're calling Henderson, Nevada, and then from there it's a diagonal towards towards Phoenix. The, the, it's, I think I get that if it's a military craft, they're going to keep it quiet. Um, but, and I wouldn't expect them to come out and say, hey, we have an answer 23 years later as to what the Phoenix lights were. But I feel like with all the recent disclosure, and with all the Freedom of Information Act, I would imagine somebody along the way would have found something to say, to point to that event, and say, hey, guess what? This is what it was. I mean, people have been, I mean, you, know, you see what I'm saying with that? You see I'm going with this? I see where
1: you're going with that, but usually when people come out and say, this is what that was. It's like on their deathbed. And this was only 20 years ago. So I'm not saying
0: deathbeds. I'm not talking about deathbed confessional. I'm talking about, I mean, they, they released footage of the Naval fighter jet. that was, was, was following the, that UFO, that, that, that cigar pill shaped UFO that they can't explain. They released that footage. The guy even said, I have no idea what this is. Nothing that we have makes movements like this in the sky. And it just darted off out of nowhere. The Navy released that footage to the public. I, I get you know, people that. People have been researching just, UFOs. And, and Just because that
1: happened world. doesn't mean that all UFO sightings are they're going to come out and just disclose everything
0: right so if it, if so you're saying it wasn't ufo it was a test flight of a military aircraft
1: yeah that's the other thing there's nothing okay. to really disclose
0: okay so that would still be documented someplace i still think you have to document that somewhere okay and i would and i would and i would think by now somebody would have stumbled across Documentation, anything. Hey, even if it's a canceled military project, you know, you're still going. to... Someone's going to uncover. Hey, the military's been testing V-shaped. The military's been testing V-shaped um, aircraft that is silent. It n- nothing like that has come out. You know what I mean? Well, big and rooms. okay. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's. Okay, I don't think that that thing. I don't think it was a six thousand foot drone. I mean, thing was a mile long. Could have been another reason that it know. wouldn't work. Okay, then there's then if that's the case, there's no way the thing could have maintained flight for an hour and a half, flying hundreds and hundreds of miles either.
1: But you you don't and understand that technology. It, that whole the whole thing could have been a huge battery cell.
0: Okay, all right. I don't know. Okay. All right. I mean, guess if, if you consider and play what if on the thing till, till we're blue in the face. Yeah. Um, but the bottom line, the the okay, all right. I mean, I'm not going to convince you otherwise. You're going to say it's a military. It's an experimental military thing. And forty years from now, we're still going to not have an answer for it and it's going to wind up being a UFO, okay? Um, There have still been sightings in other countries of V-shaped UFOs before and after March of 1997 as well.
1: Can you give me one example that I could look up right now?
0: Belgium, 1990. Look it up. So it together, we're probably both have our phones going right now.
1: Um, okay, so that's a triangle. Yeah. It's called the wave, disclosed as a military experiment. Interesting.
0: No, it's not. Let me take a hand.
1: The black triangle. That's not a V shape. I mean, you can call a triangle a V shape, but there's clearly a light on each corner with a center light in the middle. Yeah, I'm looking up at images right now. Okay.
0: And yeah, I've seen a lot of so these pictures. Just because just because the Phoenix lights didn't have the one in the middle doesn't mean that it's not a UFO.
1: Well so that's the other thing. Just because there's three lights in a V, now going back to the original story, they said that it was an actual V because they could see stars um you know in between around it, the right. arms of the V, yeah, around it and in the middle, and but the stars were only blocked out in between the lights, so it was an actual shape of a chevron
0: okay.
1: so. Triangles are out of the question. Also, the B the stealth bomber is a triangle.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. And all of these yeah, pictures not- of are are looking pretty close to a stealth bomber. Okay.
0: So do you yeah, have Belgium reported a huge yeah, Belgium is reporting a huge wave of, of B shaped UFOs. In the early in the early 1990s, but it doesn't a lot of it doesn't say. I'm not seeing where it says this is definitely a, a military experiment.
1: So going back to your original point and the reason that we're using it up this time right now, do you have any actual events of another V-shaped UFO, not a triangle, that you can tell me right now?
0: Way right off the top of my head. Off the top of my head, no, because I wasn't prepared to, to have to sit there and, and and defend tooth and nail the fact I think this was a UFO.
1: The whole reason I'm bringing this up is because you did. You said there's been a whole lot of events before and after 1997 of V-shaped UFOs. But
0: Correct. Yes. And I'm going to point to. Okay. Okay. Fine. Forget I said that part of it then. Okay. Okay. But it's, it's you can't. Okay. It's It's, all right. In your opinion, it's military. In my opinion, it's extraterrestrial. Okay? People okay. wanted to hear the story about it. I don't think they want to hear us arguing points that aren't going to be conceded by either party. The whole point is is, that is is it has yet to be explained. It has yet to be defined. It has yet to be understood. Okay? Mm-hmm. Regardless of what anybody thinks it is, there is no explanation for this. You can't deny that it didn't happen. Okay. I I don't
1: want to help you out with this, but if you look at a newspaper called the Syracuse New Times from 1954, there's something pretty similar to what went over Phoenix on the first event.
0: Okay.
1: So you can look that up later, but it's, I mean, it's almost identical. The first event. Six dollar feet big? Right. I'm I'm looking at a picture. I'm not reading an article about it. Okay. But to support you, if you're looking for it, um, 1954, maybe that can uh, turn into something else. We always talk about doing follow-ups when we figure out stuff in these conversations, and we never do. We should go back and listen to all of our episodes and have like a follow up episode.
0: Okay. What time are we at now? Um. Hang on, I was just looking. 30 some odd minutes, hang in a second. 35. Okay. All right. So, well, yeah. Um, okay. I, mean, I think I've told I think I've told my side of the of that, you know. Like I said, there's there's three there's three possible outcomes to this whole thing. You know, one, it was flares the whole time, which you know, one of us believed. Two it was a secret military experiment, which you believe, or three it was extraterrestrial, which I believe. So I think Maybe based our, off of that, we're gonna land on two one or two things. <clears throat>
1: yeah, and it may take thirty years to find out that I'm wrong, but uh until then Maybe our listeners can chime in.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I don't think we're, I don't think we're breaking any news to people. I mean, there might be people that never heard of the Phoenix Lights before. <laughs> I think they will be, um, but, I mean, it is, it, it's, like I said, it's still, to this day in modern time, I can't think of any other mass UFO sighting that. It's garnered this much attention. And so
1: I don't think it's as popular as you think it is. I think it's more popular for us because, you know, people we work with still talk about it. It's, I think it's long and gone in other people's minds. And I think there have been other mass USO, USO, UFO sightings like, well, like in Brazil, what we we're talking about last week and that stuff happens all the time. And then also with the internet as present as it is in everyone's lives, you know, if uh someone in Russia sees a UFO, they put it on Facebook live, all their friends get outside and a mass sighting today is much much
0: more common than it was in 1997. Well, yeah, I mean this this story wasn't picked up by mainstream media until June of '97, when the USA Today did a story about it, it was pretty much held under. It was pretty much just just confide, confided, con, confined. <laughs> it was pretty much just confined to what? i right. was confined to Arizona for three months, right? You know, um, you know, and then you, like I said, you, you, all the eyewitness accounts. I mean, everyone describes as being the exact same thing. This massive V shaped thing that made no noise, no sound. Yeah, it had I think no it's. distinct
1: lines to it. I think it's pretty cool that that many people got to witness an Area 51 military experiment. Um, okay, sure. And with so. respect to the no lines, why is that a thing? If you're looking at a black object in the sky, what lines are you expecting to see?
0: The, the edge, the edges of it.
1: How would you see the edges of a black object against a black sky? Maybe if something I'm not flying over you
0: at night. I don't think you are if something flies over you at night, you can still, you can, I mean, people, you can, people saw and just recognize, yeah, that looks like a V shape, but you can't, but you can still kind of see where it's going to stop and start, you know, and the light wasn't, and the light wasn't, you know, people described it as just, a, um, you know, not like, not, you know, it wasn't, It wasn't uh, uh, incandescent lights you'd see on an airplane, you know? Well,
1: yeah, because, well, I think we recognize the shape of an airplane because we see them all the time. But if you're looking at an object, a shape that you've never seen in the sky before, you're not going to know where to look for those lines or where to expect them.
0: Okay. I just remember reading one guy's testimony that uh, I think more than one of them. Said, you know it was this thing kind of flew over you just you could you could see that it was there, but it just seemed fuzzy that is described as kind of fuzzy, which tells me it's probably an alien aircraft that's cloaking device probably wasn't working right you know and then this jets started flying around they're like, oh crap, we gotta get out of here now they saw us they weren't supposed to see us yes, we're supposed to have our cloaking device on it malfunctioned, you know? And now the guy in charge of the the cloaking device on that aircraft, you know, they're going to look at the inspection reports and he probably dropped the ball someplace. So that little alien guy probably can. That's a whole ripple effect. Okay. So, <clears throat> but no, I mean, if, if you know, if, if you see, even if you see a UFO flying over you, I think that you know, if you if if it's, if you see it and it's right over you, I, I would imagine you'd still be able to just kind of, you know, at least make a, make, make shapes and edges out and be able to kind of see where the thing starts and stops. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, eight o'clock at night in, in, in isn't, I mean, it's dark, but it's not, you know, and it's over a city too. So there's still city lights that are going to help you out as well. It's not like you're out in the wilderness.
1: Okay. We're um, being redundant, I think, at this point. We've both got our opinions out there. I'd like to hear what our listeners say. But before we close, um, I've, I don't know if I heard this somewhere or read this somewhere. Um, have you heard the theory that UFOs can get energy from thunderstorms? And the reason we don't see them during the day is because during the day, they're above the clouds, um, gaining energy from lightning, from thunderclouds. And then they go and do their activity around the earth at night. No. Oh, I've always thought that was an interesting concept. I'm not saying I believe it. If aliens are real, if UFOs exist, if they're out there, you know, flying around our Earth and all that good stuff, I can see that making a little bit of sense.
0: If they're sitting above thunderstorms recharging all day? If they happens?
1: in some kind of way, maybe. Okay.
0: Hmm.
1: I wish I had all right. well, remembered where I heard that.
0: We'll look into it, and on our update episode, we'll bring that up. Yeah,
1: about that, I don't know if I have time to go through and listen to all of our episodes. What are we at, like 12 or 15 right now?
0: Oh, I don't know. I've lost track.
1: Maybe 14, 15?
0: Well, maybe our listeners can tell us what we're supposed to be updating. Hey oh, Matthew yeah. Jonathan, I just listened to I just listened to uh this episode and you said you're gonna circle back about ABC topic. You know, maybe they'll maybe they'll tell us. Or I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So all right. So are we gonna talk about the UFOs over Brazil next then? Since we got a little sidetracked on this one. I'd um
1: What do you think? Do you want to? Sure. I have a feeling that's going to open up a lot of stuff that we're not familiar with, and it could lead to Maybe. a lot more conversations about this. But we've done a few UFO episodes already, including we did this one. We did a couple of abduction stories. Do you want to get off on something completely different that we've not really explored before?
0: Okay. Maybe find a good story from Europe. We're at, uh, 44 minutes on the button right now. Um, we'll figure it out. Yeah. 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 Figure it
1: out. Cast at gmail.com. What's our Twitter witness underscore more. Okay. All right. Good deal. Thanks for listening guys. We'll, uh, hopefully have something good for you next week. We'll find out then. Do You want to say goodbye?
0: Okay, we'll see you guys next time around. Thank you for listening to Witness More. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Witness More. If you have anything you'd like to add to the conversation or want to reach out to us, you can tweet us at witness underscore more or email at witnessmorepodcast at gmail.com.